welcome, welcome, welcome to Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. I'm sitting... Episode 1 spinoff, GDN. I think it's more of a 5.5, don't you? What do you, what do you mean by that statement? I think, like, because we just had episode 5, so I think it's 5.5. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can go with that. Okay. Um, in any case, I'd say this is, you know, Fast and Furious is our main franchise. It's tried and true. Everyone loves that. Um, but what I quickly came to the real- realization of was that Father of All comes out in February. Wait, what? You know, Father of All comes oh, out in February. For some reason, I thought it was sooner. Okay, yeah. It's February. That's my whole point. We're going to, we're the way we're burning through these baddies. Yeah. You know? We're going to be done before you know it. We're like Snoop Dogg at the blunt shop, you know? I know. The way we're burning these baddies, there's not going to be any left. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. We got to do something about it. And that's the problem is is we got to space it out. So it's it's not that I don't want to just keep delivering the goods to the people other times. The whole purpose of the freaking podcast is to get to Father of All and review it and enjoy it. I mean, and, yeah. Uh, along with the discography. It's not like maybe you have a life to lead on certain weekends more than others, you know? Maybe that's part of the issue. Who knows? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's an oddly specific thing to say. No, yeah, of course no? it's not that. That's crazy. Okay, okay. No, it's just it's just a theory. Uh, it's just a theory. Where would you even get where would you even get an idea like that? I have no clue. It's just it just came to me, you know, from the ether. Okay, you know what? L- listen to me. Listen to me, you little tattletale prick. Okay? <laughs> People go camping sometimes, all right? There's nothing it's, wrong it's with it. It's a respectable thing. I'm not trashing it. I'm just saying, you know, you know. That's and that's a this good reason. Not, it's an absolutely good reason, you know. This is not an indictment of warning. I love warning. I cannot wait to I've been listening to warning all week. I cannot wait to talk I, about warning. I am right there with you. I it's a great album. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, now, we now we just get, right. to, we get to anticipate it for longer, which is always... We need a little more time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To get our ideas done. That's right. To get the juices flowing. Yeah. Um, but that's not even the real issue, okay? I, I, I'll have you said, we've talked about camping. We've talked about wanting to take our time and be, you know, uh, real, have integrity with the way that we deal with the album. But, but neither of those are true. I'm here to tell you the truth. The truth is, there's too many... Of these GD headlines smacking me in my GD forehead. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last time we checked in, it was like, oh, not much. Green Day news. Uh, this week, we are drowning in GDN. We needed okay? a, whole, a whole episode for it. whole mini episode for it. You have better have brought your flip-flops because it's going to, you know, it's sticky and it will get on your feet if you walk into the room. It's just, it's coating the floor. This Green Day news. It's a little disgusting, and we need to clean it up. It The smell with the heat, it's hor- horrific. It's, <laughs> you know, I keep telling the neighbors, oh, it's a Halloween decoration, but they're starting to get suspicious. I'm worried they're going to complain, and you know what? The truth is it's not Halloween decoration. It, it's, frankly, it's just the Green Day news that's just covering everything. Dear Lord. Every surface. This description got so gnarly. I, I'm super grossed out at this point. This guy, this guy over here, who I wish was sitting across the desk from me, blah 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 blah, 
is my sweet, beautiful cousin Chris Brady Dutton. Chris, how are you now? What's up? I am. I'm. I'm okay. Um. I. It, it's. You're not hearing it this on Halloween, but this is Halloween night. Uh, mm-hmm. This is what we have to do. Is <laughs> record True. a bullshit episode about Green Day, and uh, you know, so I could not be happier to be here. I'm very excited. Um, that is to say, I am a Green Day fan. Not to be undone, not to be overdone. Of course, I need to talk about the boy. <clears throat> Pardon me. The man, man is sweet. Green Day fan. Absolutely. God damn. I'm talking about Colin Brady. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. With his yeah. catchphrase, hello, hello, hello. Yep, yep, yep. Gotta triple up everything. We're so everything Colin, we're... as I'm you know, I, I as ashamed as I am to admit it, I actually have been thinking about something you were talking about last week. That oh, really? was actually relatively interesting. Interesting? Oh, you I, wouldn't it, say. It, it piqued my curiosity. Wow. I wow. would so say, and uh, I guess I'm curious as to when I texted you this afternoon. How is it that you received my text? Well, when we last left you, you had drunkenly <laughs> lost your phone, keys, water bottle, wallet, and had to break into your own house. I, I uh, in a in a hangover like uh, adventure. I it, I was still drunk at that point. I did not lose my wallet. I will say. Uh, my okay. My bad. I'm so sorry. You only lost your phone, keys, water bottle, and had to yes. break into your own home. Yes, that is while accurate. you were still drunk. That is accurate. Um, a few updates to that story. I uh, right. I figured out. I I didn't know if I said it before, but I cut my fingers in sort of a weird way. I don't know how, Ooh. or I didn't know how, but I found out. I was opening my window the other day, and saw these blood marks like along the bottom of the window. So somehow, when I was entering my house, breaking into my house, I should say. I cut the tops of my fingers on my window and just got blood everywhere. Ouch. Oh, my God. I know. I know. On, anyway. on broken glass or just on the edge? No, just on the edge, luckily. But, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's just weird. I don't know how I did that. I must have been really out of it. And then, yeah, so I found my phone. Um, this kind soul found it apparently sitting on a wall on the on the sidewalk, just sitting there. And so just on top of like a wall, on top of a wall. Yeah. Just like sort of like on the edge of someone's yard and like the sidewalk, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That you like that's low enough you can sit on. So I, right. I my theory huh. is that I like was sitting on this wall trying to get an Uber or something. And like maybe I was unsuccessful and I just forgot about my phone and walked off. Like that's seriously what I'm thinking. Did your phone still have battery when you got it back? It did. Apparently, it had turned off in the middle of the night because uh, I think it was probably just because it was too cold or something because it, it sort of does that. But that's why I couldn't track so my we, phone either. It was, it was turned oh, off. Yeah. I see. So you weren't able to see what apps you had open at the time or whatever? No, unfortunately ah. not. Yeah. Okay. And then so so this person found your phone, but we were kind of hoping they had your keys as well. Yeah. Any they, word on that? they did not have my keys or water bottle. Um, so that, that begs the question, did I lose all of my things in different places along my route home? You know, and I think the answer is yes. And I Dang. think, yeah, I think did I you... did walk home along this, this pretty long route. You were dressed as a sheep herder. I was. A humble sheep herder from the aisles. But I got to say, that was a cold evening, you know, it was the middle of the night in Seattle. It was just, I shouldn't have done that. No, I bet you looked like a homeless. I'm sure but I did. 
you were a sh- humble sheep herder. Mm-hmm. Did you did this humble sheep herder ever ask his friends what happened that night? Uh, I did. I did. Apparently, I was like stumbling drunk at the party and uh, told everyone I was going to Uber home and then just like stumbled out of the the place and everyone was like, he's not going to Uber. <laughs> Oh no! But I guess I just like they let I, it happen. They let it happen, but like you know, what am I gonna do? You know, worst comes to worst, I'm gonna sleep on the sidewalk or something. Uh, worst comes to worst, <laughs> which is which Why is not you good. Stay on your friend's couch. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. The party was still going on. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep there. But it turned. Gotcha. It, I I heard that soon after I left. Almost everyone at the party had a similar experience of just like hitting a wall and getting way too drunk. And I ah. I must say I blame I blame everyone's attitude. There's there's an attitude of just, you know, unreasonable fireball shots. Unreasonable fireball. Yeah, unreasonable fireball. Sounds sounds like an upcoming Green Day lyric. It could be. Speaking of Green Day lyrics. Let's talk about Green Day, the band, the whole thing. This is your GDN. Green Day News. Uh, Big news up front. Uh, The headlines here on GDN. We want to thank you for joining us. Of course, we've got Billy Joe Armstrong uh, and Billy Eilish hanging out and talking with Rolling Stone. We've got... Green Day playing on Kevin and Bean's Last Breakfast on K-Rock. And, of course, as always, Chris Martin is a lizard person. Don't ever forget that. Fact, not fiction. First up, we go out to reporter Colin Brady, who has a story about Billy Joe Armstrong and Billy Eilish getting to know one another in front of Rolling Stone. Basically, just because both their names are are Billy, these two got together and did an interview with uh, Rolling Stone magazine. They just sort of talk about their influences growing up, how they're both quote-unquote fans of one another. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, it's it's not that it's not that exciting, but it's it's something. I think you're exactly right. I think the the fun thing is they both spell it's Billy with an I E. So they the geniuses at Rolling Stone were like, "We're that's this is our article." They're both wearing shirts with Billy written on them. It's sort of and if we are to believe the. Uh, journalist B- Billy showed up with those, although I, I personally think they were probably provided by the photo shoot people. It seems likely. I pulled one quote that like kind of popped out to me that was interesting. It's talking to Billy about kind of longevity and having a career. She's only had one album out, of course, and you know, but Green Day have had this long storied career. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, of that. We've seen so many different trends come in and out. It's hard because that's the golden carrot people dangle in front of your face. Do I want to sound like somebody else so that I can stay relevant? At all costs, it was no. Even though it was tempting to sort of sell out, you have to keep being real. When it comes down to it, I have to wake up and look at myself every morning and respect what I do. And I didn't love everything I've ever done. Wow. That's powerful. So... The interesting thing that popped out to me there was like he, he very much he literally says sell out even though it is tempting to sort of sell out. You have to keep being real. Yeah. That is that yeah, that has a lot of meaning to him specifically. I think that was a theme throughout the interview. He kept talking about being real, which I thought was kind of odd. You I'm think, like Billy, you're like I think he still has this chip on his shoulder about being seen as not a sellout. 
I know. It's weird. Like, why is he so fixated on it? It was, I guess it was such a big thing, you know, back in the day with, uh, with Dookie, but yeah, it, it seems like, you know, 30 years, what, 20, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, almost like he's got to He's yeah. got to get oh, over absolutely. it. He's got to get over it. But also, yeah, I, I just all feel like we've said, we've both said this about the recent albums, I think that, uh, it doesn't really feel like he is, you know, writing about real shit that much anymore, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel That's like he's, he's kind of being a hypocrite here. You didn't have to sell out, but you are the big one of the biggest bands. And, like, you do kind of have to own that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it, the whole thing seems sort of weird to me. Last thing I will say about that is Billie Eilish has a had a terrible choice for her favorite Green Day song. Oh man, it, I don't know if I, song, if I saw that. I think was like an insult. Wait, wait, don't tell me, don't tell me. Um, <sighs> okay, wait, give me a hint. What album's it on? Take your time. Uh, it's off Dookie. It's off Dookie. Did you not read this? I I watched the video. I thought that I think oh, they must have oh, separate. She, it was separate in the parts. article. Okay, okay, interesting. Um, man. Okay, I'll go with all by myself. Wow, congratulations. Bonus Is that points for actually you. it? Oh my God. That is... Receive the bonus points. That's embarrassing. That's really embarrassing. Isn't that embarrassing? Yeah. yeah. So she in the article it says, she says that. He's like, they, they go like, oh, what's your favorite Green Day song? And she goes, oh, all by myself. And Billy goes like, oh, that's Trey Cool. <laughs> like, like excitedly, but like also like, you know, like that's not me. I'm the one you're meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you telling me? And she and then she goes like, "Oh yeah, I know. It's awesome. It's so funny." And that song's about masturbating, you know. Yeah, and that, that and, whole... and and then he goes, "Oh, that's a dirty little song." <laughs> that's what he says. So that is super it, I just strange. Feel like if you are a fan of Green Day, and you're meeting Billy Joe Armstrong, yeah, like say a song that he actually is on yeah and the the yeah. fact that it's the masturbation song i will say in the video it almost seems like she's like hitting on him for some of the some of the video it's weird interesting yeah i can't speak to that i believe she's 17 and you oh know, i did not she, know she was that young you pervert <laughs> shit um <laughs> watch the video okay billy joe's 47 on the other hand anyway but i'm glad they the two billies got along and you know uh, yeah I, I think if you're gonna pick a song if you're gonna meet trey cool say all by myself mm-hmm. that's awesome and, and then you whisper to him in his ear because you're obviously flirting with him because it's trey cool and watch anyone <laughs> man woman anyone child. on the spectrum of life a uh, dog cat animal parakeet is gonna flirt with trey cool because it's like kind of an opportunity you know absolutely um, yeah but you, and then you whisper in his ear and you say, "By the way, my favorite Green Day song is all by myself." And I know you think I'm just saying that to you because it's one of the only ones you wrote, but I'm dead serious. <laughs> it is my favorite Green Day song. Like that's what you say to Trey Cool. Yeah, you don't say that to Billy Joe Armstrong. That is that is super fucking strange. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of that. It almost seems like it's a joke. Like maybe she was trolling or something. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I think the the trolling idea is being like. Oh yeah, favorite Green Day song is the ironic like a uh, hidden track. I would never go up to Gerard Way and be like, "Oh, Blood's my favorite track." Yeah, yeah, that would be super. Like, silly. like that's a little joke track, and yeah. oh, you so you don't get me. You like a meme over like a real song. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's possible. That's what it what it's about. I don't know. 
you're right. Maybe she is. She clearly is internet hip and knows yeah, all the cool, exactly. the cool things to do. She knows so how maybe. to get how to get them clicks. I'd but say. as a as a GDF, I don't like it. <laughs> I think it's pretty absurd. Like, there's no way that's actually your favorite if if you're a real like Green Day fan. But I don't know. You know, there's there's some wild people out there. It's possible. When you said MCR. Uh, I imagine, you know, any viewers out there, listeners out there might be fans of MCR as well. You see they, uh, uh, and speaking of, this is My Chemical Romance, um, in case the acronym is not helpful. They for announced the layman. <laughs> for the layman's. They announced a reunion show um, for the first time in seven years. Uh, this was very exciting to me. I just saw this. It's been a while. My Chemical Romance is getting back together for a Los Angeles show. The tickets go on sale tomorrow, November 1st. You're not hearing this at that time, of course, so don't even worry your little self about it. But uh, it's I, I really, really want to go, but unfortunately I cannot afford it. Uh, I was just you know, about to you ask, gotta, did you get them? Well, they don't go on sale until tomorrow, but I saw it's a blanket price for the tickets. It's like, I think like around, I think it's 150 for any ticket. Oh my God. Um, is It's not, and it's not all general admission or? I'd like to tell, yeah, I think so. So I'd like to tell you I'm a big player. I'm, I'm big Mr. Mr. Money Bags under my eyes, but that's not quite the truth. And like, I go hella mega. I get my tickets. I saw Tom York. We saw Tom York twice this week, and he's oh. like, "We can't. Uh, I can't. I don't have concert money right now, even because I didn't expect MCR to get back together. Had I known, had you given me more time, God, Gerard, <laughs> I would have gotten my shit together and Damn. had a better life that and a better job. And I'm a, sorry. Such a sad story. I'm. I'm so sorry, Chris. That's hard. Are you Are you considering flying out to see the show? No, no. But I would love to. You know how how huge a fan I am, but. We would house you if you went. Oh, that sounds so tempting, but no, I, I don't think. All right, I don't think I yeah. can. I can quite afford all the expenses involved there. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. the show's December twentieth, I believe, and yeah, good, that's very exciting. I hope that means maybe there'll be more music coming from them, or, or depending that's, on how the show goes. That's we'll see really. What happens. Yeah, that was really what I was yeah. hoping. We'll see. That's the exciting thing. Moving on back to Green Day news. This is an MCR, and this is GDN. And Green Day appeared on K-Rock's Kevin and Bean show, Their Last Breakfast. I guess Bean is retiring. He's one of the jockeys on our very famous K-Rock alternative rock station. And now, uh, Is this your, your local uh, San Diego station, Chris? This is not or, 91X, unfortunately, sorry, my sorry, San Diego LA station. station. This, this is the LA. This is a big LA station. Okay. Um. They used to have a bunch of cred kind of uh, playing Green Day. And, and in the 90s, they really broke a lot of up-and-coming bands mm-hmm. like through through the airwaves. But uh, as that has become less and less a medium, you know, for, for you know, as streaming and, and all that has taken over, uh, it's mostly just the greatest hits of like the 90s and early 2000s. But for me, that's perfect. So I listen all the time. And Kevin and Bean have been on a long time. This is like one of if uh, Andy Richter and Conan O'Brien you know, like Andy Richter was retiring Ooh, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, not really because who ultimately cares? <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Sure. Bean. 
but Green Day did stop by for their last breakfast, which is like their morning show. And uh, they did a little interview about the album and they played some songs. Yeah. And they sounded great. They sound good as they always do. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty much exactly that, you know. Although, yeah, what I was going to say earlier is they, they had sort of a, I felt like sort of a snotty attitude for some of the interview. Um, I think that's just how they are now these days. I guess. They're just kind of like grumpy older people, middle-aged rockers, <laughs> you know? Well, I was going to say. That's sort of how it like, came remember- across. And uh, one of the fans asked at one point, like, do you recommend any like punk bands or something? And Billy was just like, no, I don't like, there aren't any basically is what he said. <laughs> It was oh sort yeah, of weird. the guy was like, "How how would you recommend?" Or maybe it's a different question, but I did see one where he was like, "How do I? How do you recommend succeeding at, or starting a punk band or succeeding a punk?" Okay, yeah, oh like, uh, yeah, I don't know, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, I don't know if you can, you know, it's it's so different now. And then like that radio host had to step in and be like, "Yeah, it's because the internet is so different, right?" You had to roll yeah. like, "Yeah, I guess, I guess, I don't know." Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's it's hard. Good luck. It's pretty apathetic yeah, uh, for sure. That's kind of how they are. And like in that Hella Mega Vanity Fair video with Rivers, Billy, and uh, Pete Wentz. Oh, same thing for like, sure. Like same thing where Billy kind of ends it prematurely and they're like, who's your greatest inspiration? They're like e- each of the three band leaders, uh, I know Pete Wentz, you know, blah, 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 uh, is drawing uh, questions out of a hat or whatever and then they they each answer the question right and billy draw like they they do a few and then billy draws one it's like what are the bands that inspired you and he's like okay uh we're done okay and he gets up and like claps his hand like a clapperboard in front of the camera and then walks off Jesus and then Christ. like rivers kind of like laughs nervously <laughs> of course he does oh my so god I think that's just his attitude right now yeah, that is that's weird. I, I have a I have a problem with that. You know, I just think that's it's irritating. Yeah, I but. I agree. And like, there's I mean, I know because he's I think he takes liberties because he's like I'm a I'm a rock star, so I'm allowed to kind of and, and I'm from Green Day. I'm allowed to act like a Nimrod. Yeah, but I, I, I yeah, as as a professional who's just like working there behind the scenes, you just be like kind of bum. You know, yeah. There's, there's much more polite ways to just. Be like, you know what, guys? I, this I know we have to make the video, but like, I just, I, can we, can we just answer some other questions? You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's yeah. better ways to. Yeah. Do you have enough? Do you have enough? Can you know? I, I think we're kind of good on this. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah. Yeah. I so agree. He, yeah, but he storms off like a rocker. Of course. Um, and and back to the Kevin and Bean thing really fast. I thought one mm-hmm. thing that was interesting that we that we haven't really talked about on the pod proper yet, and we really ought to, is uh the the album is father of all dot 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 motherfuckers father of all ellipses yep and exactly as you said the ellipses really stands for motherfuckers and so it's uh, very aggressive it is it is and and i think there's like a portion of that video where he like suggests it's about uh you know the one and only Orange the monster. man in orange. The man in orange. That's exactly that's orange exactly monster. what I was going to bring up. Yeah. Was I, I typed down what he said was they they were talking about like what you know you and and they've been quoted in interviews in the past few months saying that you know this new interv- this new album uh, pardon me is not political very <laughs> intentionally and they're being like, oh American idiot are you going to take on this new guy and they're like no we don't even mention Trump once 
So that's kind of been the take on the album is it's not political. But then he said just and this was just yesterday mm-hmm. uh, at this Kevin and Bean interview uh, asked about the name of the album and the political nature. He said, well, you can't say father of all motherfuckers and not think of the president. <laughs> so, Didn't you know, I thought that was an interesting here. insight. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see, you know, only only time will tell. And the album comes out. And, and, and I think maybe what he's saying by that, and, and maybe the themes will be reflected, I think, uh, perhaps in the two singles we've seen thus far, is like, we're not naming anything specific, as he was in 21st Century and American Idiot so mm-hmm. much, where he's like actually uh, just very much calling out things and, you know, political figures by name. Yeah. But here he's, I think he's trying to kind of capture the metaphorical, the, the, the general ideas or whatever of the times and, and mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the kind of the paranoid frenzied anxiety that's in the air. That's thick, like soup in the air right now. Right. Right. I got you. Yeah. Oh, just, just one thing. One thing we forgot to mention about the last, uh, last breakfast I think, show. I think I know what you're talking about. In mm-hmm. previous episodes, I've thought about this too that mm-hmm. I didn't check this fact that you said because I liked it so much in theory. And perhaps mm-hmm. it was true at one time. But I during really the thought episode, I heard that, yeah. We were talking about she and uh, which is we both love so much as a song and you then did said a fact that mm-hmm. I because I love the song so much just wanted to believe <laughs> and that was of course that Billy's favorite song that he's written was she i thought i thought yeah and and it turns out i was wrong the fact is uh it but turns out in, not not sorry. currently because i like to think that at one point i think she must i think that's real she I, when I you really wrote thought, it must have been i really thought it was i thought i'd read that somewhere i i definitely did I, right. I i will confirm though for sure i saw the quote when i was trying to like confirm my theory i saw the quote that he said uh, we try to play. I like she a lot. We try to play it in almost every show. So like, I do know that they try to play it still in almost every show. Okay, well there you go. But um, but yeah, I guess we don't know if it was at one point his favorite. But anyway, anyway, in this last breakfast show, um, Billy was asked what his favorite song was, and it turns out, uh, Jesus of Suburbia, which uh, they described. That's what he said. Yeah, described as his Bohemian Rhapsody. That's right. Did he really say that? <laughs> he really said that. Chris, there he did is. you not did you not see that part of the video? That's it. That's what I'm talking about. Predict so it, Chris. I'm, I it. must say, your ESP is off the charts this week. It is insane. I'm telling you, I'm Nostradamus. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've always felt that that was their biggest contribution. Uh Music to my idea of what music could be. It's funny because as a lazy musician, I would not want to play that song all the time because it's nine minutes long and such a grueling uh, marathon to play, I imagine, as any instrumentalist of the group. But as you can see on the Madrid show playlist, they closed with Jesus of Suburbia. The past last time I saw them, I think it was in their encore. They, I, th- I think they recently have continuously played it in their encore. Hmm. Um, like so, at the end of their show, they've already played a whole show. I just think it's very impressive how much they love the song. is is you know physically exhausting, but they still keep it up because it's so 
effing good. Yeah, you got to respect it. Um, and yeah, and then song. they, you know, and they played, and of course they rock. And uh, Trey Cool is always funny for a late, a late question, you know, uh, quip. And Mike always says something kind of sincere, mm-hmm. and it's kind of sweet and bumbling. And yeah. uh, and Billy's always yeah, kind of uh, like an arrogant, beautiful little uh, Ken doll that you just want to marry. Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty apt description of the whole thing. And uh, the performance is good too. And I think that's a, that'd be a fun thing for any any GD fan to check out. Speaking of great set list, did you see the news about that Madrid Dookie show that we predicted? You predicted, oh pardon. yeah, predicted. I uh, yeah yeah. My ESP told me that there'd be a. You uh, are like Nostradamus, and you foresaw it's true. that this would happen. It's true, and it uh, did come to fruition. It came to be that Green Day played uh, Dookie in its entirety in uh, Madrid. I believe uh, what yesterday or the day before. Um, and uh, there's some... yeah, I think it was a couple. Maybe yet? No, it was yesterday, I believe. Yesterday, yeah. And Although in Madrid, great... the time's all wacky, funky. Who knows what those Yeah, exactly. Boxing. They live on another fucking planet over there. Yeah. And uh, and there's some great footage of Trey playing uh, all by myself for I think I think it was the first time in years. At least that's what people were were sort of saying in the the comments. But that's right. The big video that's circulating from the show is um, Trey singing, doing the last song all by myself on guitar, all by himself. Wow. And, uh, Look Everyone's that, singing that follow along. Up, follow up to earlier in the episode. And it is, I don't know if you're looking at the set list right now, but it is kind of, uh, I think what I, not to uh, congratulate my own Nostradamus, but, uh, which is <laughs> exactly what I you had, said, the name I give my penis, but uh, it's, it is the Dookie's the first part of the show. And then it does look like there was an extended encore where they do a series of hits. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and, and looking at it, it actually looks like a kind of a very diverse yeah, category it, that it they is, played as the encore. It is that wild. to me is almost more interesting. Yeah, they played everything from from Father of All, you know, from the new album, upcoming album, I should say, Revolution Radio, all the way back down to like Paper Lanterns, which is is that on thousand thirty nine? I think. Yeah, that is. is that is wild. And I and I was there. And I was there. Yeah, yeah, and some American yeah. Idiot songs, and uh, yeah, a good selection. Bang Bang Minority, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's very diverse selection. It's it's awesome. So that would have been what a treat of a show. Seriously, that would be so fun. You know, if they ever make time machines, I will be there. I will be there. So, Chris, it sounds like there's been some uh, some big news out from uh, the MTV EMA Awards earlier this week. That's right. Right when you think Green Day's done giving us more news, the tree. Droppeth another apple. This I one's know. a fatty. I thought I was free for the week. What happened? Well, basically, Green Day, the Oakland Trio, those GD guys, they went all the way to freaking Europe. And, you know, they played that show in Madrid where they played all of Dookie. But while yeah. they were over there, they um, received and won uh, the MTV EMA for Best Rock. Uh, and then they also played a performance there with, I'd say, a diverse set, again, similar to the Madrid show. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. two of the songs were filmed and played on uh, MTV the, oh. during the EMA Awards, which I didn't know this mm-hmm. is a Europe Music Award. Yeah, I have never even heard of the EMA Awards until, like, today, basically. 
So that is I'm, interesting. I'm happy that American acts are winning them. I'm that surprised. Seems right to yeah, me. yeah. A European Music Award, give it to Green Day. I agree. Yeah. I, there's very little I will brag about the U.S. about, but I would say musically, you know, we've got we've got our shit on lock for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Things are so bad, the music is good. So that's how. <laughs> that's how it is. Good way to but, put it. Um, did you see the? Uh, yeah. So they they won during the ceremony. Um, did you see Billy's acceptance speech or anything like that? I'm afraid not. No, I have I haven't gotten a chance yet. What what do you? Uh... How'd it go? Oh, it was it was very simple. He just got up on stage with the guys. They were like clearly kind of shocked to win. They were up <laughs> against the 1975 uh, mm-hmm. Panic at the Disco. Okay. Um, who else? Now is this sorry? Is this like Imagine rock- Dragons and oh, Liam Gallagher? <laughs> Still bothers so me that Imagine Dragons is considered rock. One. Yeah. Was now now? So is this for like rock band, rock show, rock? song that's what i was wondering i was like is this for father of all is this in recognition of the news like what is this for but apparently like it's just an award for like it so they just kind of have blanket artist awards so they'll have you do you do rock the best you you live the life exactly is that literally literally, that's hilarious i think that is it's basically like who's been active this year you know who's been the biggest rock band this year Uh and it's funny because green day have only kind of been active again for the past couple months mm-hmm. but i feel like they're they've been on fire father of all was like number one on the adult rock charts wow. um wow. just this last week and stuff so it's mm-hmm. like that's the singles like kind of sticking it's so they're they're really back mm-hmm. um and then i don't know if you saw this either but but the uh, along with the award and i should i'll cut back real fast the acceptance speech was billy just got up with the guys they were they were clearly shocked um yeah, and yeah. and they got weren't expecting to win, but they got up and they uh, just did a shout out to Swimmers, which is uh, the band that Billy Joe Armstrong's son Joey is in. Right, they just got yeah. in a car crash. I um, just read about that actually. Yeah, that was yeah heroin, heroin tale. Thankfully, I think everyone's okay, but they're mm-hmm. like canceled their tour. They're they're taking some time off because it was it was pretty gnarly. Apparently, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey wasn't in the car with them, but. Oh, nonetheless okay. you know like billy's got mad love for all of those guys of course so just right. they, they he just shouted them out which was very cool yeah that's sweet um and then they thanked spain and they got out of there it's very basic but mm-hmm. uh <laughs> the the real the real reason i i actually got emotional was watching the performance video okay um of father that, of all just, or uh, uh, well it was so well filmed it's mtv's got all these amazing cranes and mm-hmm. they've just got fantastic coverage of this. Um, and like, unlike most Green Day live footage, it wasn't really jumpy and cutty, like too chopped up. The editing, it was just they really held on them, and it, and it was just really well shot and produced. And right. Green Day played Father of All at the top, and then the second song they went into was Basket Case. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. and, and when they just went into the... And Father of All, everyone was rocking out, and it was, that's fun. But then when they went into Basket Case, everyone in the whole audience, the whole crowd just like lit up and they just knew what was about to happen. And that's what got, it got me like emotional. I was being like, these guys are still rocking. Like, I think it was one of the great filmed performances of Green Day. I really. Holy crap. Holy shit. Enjoyed it. That's a big statement. Yeah. I I think, and it just made me feel like, and afterward they all collapsed on the stage and like, we're like reaching out and giving high fives to the the people in the front row, like from the floor. That's so cute. And it was just like silly and fun and like the emotional part is just like these guys are so old 
uh, you know, comparatively, they've been doing mm-hmm. it so long, and they right, still yeah. are like, I think they're still one of the best live acts out there. Wow! And this yeah. this show just kind of, I think that that really proved it. And it was yeah. in the middle of an incredibly long set. Those were the only the two songs that they selected. So okay, okay. I there's no there's no video of the on. rest of them or. No, um, there might be, but MTV only did the the proper production film for the for the two songs that they were going to air. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, damn, I I will definitely check that out ASAP. That sounds that sounds awesome. Check it out. I'd, I'd say like I wish uh, we had a bullet in the Bible that was filmed like that. That wasn't well, so choppy. Well, who knows? Maybe they'll uh, they'll follow up this next album with another live album. That would be great. I'd love a, a proper live DVD from Green Day. That would be I, great. That would be fantastic, yeah. Anyways, um, and basically, you know, Chris Martin is a lizard person. Once as again, always, uh, as always. You know, when he plays the piano, you can see his little forked tongue flicking out. Um, I don't know if you saw him on SNL this past weekend, but it's clear to me, anyone who's watching who sees the signs, the tail's poking out from behind the piano stand. Mm-hmm. Chris Martin, lizard person. He's always laying in the sun, his cold blood. Jesus. That's right. He needs to warm himself up. Mm-hmm. It's cold, cold fuck. Eats bugs. He's a he's a cold fuck. <laughs> Heard it here first. Yeah, that's if if you leave with nothing else today, let it be that Chris Martin is a lizard person. So, uh, Chris, you got any any more any more GD news or uh, any plugs or anything? You know, I think that might be it for GDN this week. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, this is a production of Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. Please follow us on Twitter. Twitter that's at Green Day Podcast or Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. Download on iTunes, please, or listen on Spotify. And you can find us on on Podomatic, I believe. Yeah, like, subscribe, comment, um, whatever you can do. Uh, email us it's redundant green day pod at gmail.com if you have any questions or facts that we missed or just want to i don't know send us pictures of your wings or boobies or whatever yeah totally totally reasonable use of data yeah absolutely um fill our drive with that shit we are also on youtube that is redundant clips if you ever want to share with your friends yeah can't wait to uh talk about warning I can't wait to talk about warning next week too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- this one, I think we're going to, we've had a longer amount of time, so we're going to really get it right. You can only hope, you know, after this I didn't, didn't want to say anything, but I feel like a past couple of these episodes recently, we've, I'm not going to say who, but I think someone's kind of been fucking them up. Oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. And I don't want to name any names. Can never stop getting this shit. You know? But someone on this line has been really messing it up. So can I'm hoping never, having... Can never get it right. Having more time will help us actually nail warning. And I say us, but I'm actually talking about one of us. But again, I don't want to name names. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, really looking forward to trying to impress Chris in the future. I don't. I didn't say anything about anyone. I just think I hope we both show up with our best selves. We'll see. We'll see. You know, it's hard. It's hard to predict these kinds of things. This has been GDN. Thank you so much for listening, for downloading, for just being there, for being Green Day fans. Uh, thank you, BGA. And uh, remember, 
Keep It On Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. And I think that's about it, my friend. Cool. 